Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit back, relax, because it's time for My Ship Ship Story. Story. (laughs) That was terrible. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Today, we have Corinne. She was a dancer for on cruise ship or different cruise ships. I don't know. Well, you're not going to tell her last names. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck with yeah. my last name. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to have to start that all over because it's, it's uh, yeah. how do you say, how do you say well, last name? Even French people have problem with it. My Great. Last Thanks, Fran. Because <laughs> I had no clue. I saw it. And I'm like, whoa, I know a little, I, I, can pronounce uh, you know i'm better than the average bear at french but no i couldn't i couldn't figure well, it out well me neither but it's it's <laughs> oh, oh so say that again i think we'll stick with my first name i think we'll be fine <laughs> Corinne R. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let me, let me start that over. Let's start that again. Hey y'all. Welcome back to the show today. We're excited to have another performer on cruise ships. I I don't know, different lines, one line, how many, how long, but um, we've got Corinne R on the show today. Uh, Let her go for her last name because I will slaughter that all over the place. So uh, I'm sure it's a beautiful name. Before we get to Corinne, let's check in with Brad and Eric and see what's happening over there in uh, Western Oklahoma and in, in Nashville. Uh, uh, Eric, what's going on? So today I had uh, fun with my rentals. I had uh, somebody who just left and another person, I had to go change a light fixture. So I went to go change his light fixture and he was telling me about the neighbor. And it seems like yet another tenant. Now I these tenants, I did not put there. This was the last one from when we bought the the building. Well, I wanted him to go anyway. He's like, yeah, you know, I, it looks like, I think he got arrested. He took <laughs> off, he had an ankle bracelet because he had like too many DUIs and he just, just decided to take it off and they came and arrested him because he broke his probation. The woman that was staying with him, she just took off. Really fun landlord stuff. Now, when you say left, did they leave all their stuff or did they like not all? I mean, they just disappeared. They did leave enough stuff that I still have to like empty it out. Can you sell Uh, it? Like, is that flip or put it on the marketplace? To me, it's not worth doing. The only good thing that I have to say that they did is that they emptied out and cleaned out the fridge. I've had another one where I had to basically throw out the fridge because it was so disgusting. Brad, what's going on up there? Not a lot, but hey, I did want to I did want to show off because I managed to score just the other day. I got some uh, new uh, white Bordeaux or Bordeaux Blanc. Man, if you ever run across this stuff, it is so good and so affordable. So what does it taste like? Great, like uh, among white wines, what does it taste like? It's a very acidic white wine, Uh, but uh, it's really crisp and clear. It's just, it's just so good. It's a, it sounds you know like a like a Pinot Grigio type. No, 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 no. no. It's not quite as fruity as Pinot Grigio. No, Pinot Grigio. I like those because they're not that fruity. Oh well, then then there it is. The Pinot Grigios that I've had have been pretty, really? pretty fruity, but uh, when people think of Bordeaux, you know, they always think of the of red wine, but um, it's yeah. fantastic white wine and very affordable. You know, it's not, it's not crazy expensive like the red wines there. So, oh, okay. and, and it's, it's uh, the, the entree de mer 
is is where that white wine comes from, right in the middle. Look at us, all these French words. Hey. Since we have a French-speaking guest on. <laughs> Let's get to our are, you, are you trying to show off? What there, a nice Brad? segue. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, maybe. I got I gotta say real real quick, let me let me say, do you guys ever have any one of you guys? Um, do you guys ever have a moment where you have this thought in your mind and whether it's like when you're trying to sleep or not, something hits you, a thought, and you just giggle and you can't stop laughing. Does that ever happen to you? Not too often. You mean crying? You mean uh, crying and you laughing. can't stop crying? I'll give you I'll give you an example real quick. So last night, like I was up editing and, and doing some stuff until about three o'clock in the morning last night. And so I go in, I'm like, okay, I'm pretty tired. I go in, I lay down. For some reason, about 20 minutes later, when I was really about to hit it, all I, all I could think about was a couple of podcast episodes ago, Brad's introduction when he was like, Hey, y'all, this is a broadcast. And well, we had to do it, you know, we had to do it again, but I think I kept that in the edit, but you sounded like you're completely trashed on the, on the welcome part of it. You kept it in there. I was not real crazy about that. (laughs) He was already tipsy at the intro. Normally he's tipsy by the end, not the intro. I could not get that out of my head. And I just laughed for 30, 45 minutes. Finally, my wife is like, can you go in the other room? And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I just, I don't know why. Let's go on to the, let's go on with the show. Let's bring Corinne here. Uh, Corinne, it is, uh, I'm excited to have you on the show and uh, bring you and hear some stories about uh, being a dancer. I think you, you had mentioned that you were first cast on the Empress and the Monarch. So that's going to be super exciting because I was on both of those ships and and I found out that we know many of the same people on there. So first of all, welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you about my ship story. I mean, uh, thank you. You talked about wine and everything. So it's uh, it, it gets me to introduce myself to say where I'm from. So I'm originally from uh, from France. Uh, I was born in the south of France, but uh, I lived in uh, I lived in Paris for a long time. But I also left France very young. I left France when I was uh, 16 years old. I was in a musical theater school uh, in oh. Paris, and my dream was to uh, to perform in New York and to live in New York. And uh, so, anyway, uh, in Paris before that, uh, I worked in uh, in a show on, on a TV show where I was a dancer for um, a year. So I was able to save uh, some money. Was that like and solid then, gold, uh, or, or is that solid franc? <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy to think like, you know, now we think of internet and we think of the cell phone and everything. But back then there was absolutely nothing. I could barely make a phone call like to a hotel to reserve uh, a room or whatever, uh, you know, because I didn't know where I was going to where I was going to be. I was very young. My parents were getting divorced uh, anyway, but I followed uh, my dream. So, um, so I left for New York and uh, then about, I, uh, about I, what what year was this around? That was uh, ni- 1988. And then um, and then in New York, I auditioned. Um, well, I had two schools in mind. Uh, one was a paying school and well, three actually. Uh, the third school, um, uh, there was three schools. So there was Alvin Ailey, which was a paying school. And there wow. was a steps on, Step on Broadway and Broadway Dance Center. And the day um, when I arrived in New York, of course, I was in this... Uh, Really, really crappy hotel. I don't know if uh, some of you remember the movie Big. Remember where he is? That is exactly the hotel I was uh, I was in. 
Is this a bit like you, you're saying crappy hotel? Didn't he have a loft apartment that was about 5,000 square foot? Like, like, Eric's no, no, but that, that was, that wasn't that. Like when he arrives in New York, when he arrives oh, okay. in New York, when he's this yeah. really awful place and he hears a lot of noise and everything, that was exactly it. Oh, wow. So, and anyway, the, 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 in the morning, uh, I went to a step on Broadway and I arrived there. I, I, I hadn't called them before to know when was the audition for the scholarship. And, and it was that day. So um, I ended up auditioning for that school that day uh, and I got the scholarship. So then, uh, then after I went back to France, came back to New York, uh, uh, lived in New York um, for for a bit, and this is where I auditioned for uh, Royal Caribbean Cruise Line. Oh, right. And um, how it how it happened is um, is uh, I was working in different things. I was working in um, in uh, Christmas shows. I was do I was working with a company that was called the Masquerade. And they they had a big big company and and we used to have all these different shows and we we would perform during these big events these opening for uh, I remember Trump uh, in Atlantic City opened the place and and a different big event like this big big um, corporate event. Didn't that, um, they used to call them like industrials? Yes, yes, like yeah, that's true. Yeah. I forgot that, but yeah, it was. So I was working a lot like that. I I worked off Broadway as well, and I I moved a lot. I changed apartment a lot, and then um, I lived with a room uh, with with a roommate. We would get the backstage, the newspaper every Thursday in New York. I don't know if any of you are yeah. familiar with this. Now it's a website, and yeah, uh, and they had one in LA as well backstage. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's true. So we used to get the the newspaper uh, backstage and we would circle like uh, a marathon auditions that we were going to do. And then I saw this, we we both saw that that audition and she had already worked on a a cruise ship, not for RCCL. I don't remember which, or maybe it was a small ship that she had done a while back and and she had a blast and it was amazing. And and I I was asking her all these questions and everything. And she, well, I said, you know, why not but I really didn't know at all what to expect I mean for me cruises I had never even seen I think uh, a picture of a of an actual I knew about it but I, I had no image at all of what it could be whenever the audition was I uh, I woke up and it was a very snowy day that day in New York I took my headshots and everything I was calling cabs and they weren't stopping and I ran after one and I dropped my headshot in the snow and I was just like, oh, my God, I think maybe it's a sign I shouldn't go, you know. So um, anyway, I uh, I kept going and I, I arrived there. Yeah, I arrived. I remember some names. Some of them I, I don't. Uh, some of them, of course, I'm still in contact with um, the choreographer that choreographed and still choreographing many amazing show which was uh, Vicky Davis. Uh, was oh, I know there. Vicky. I've been, I'm trying yeah. to get, I'm trying to get Vicky on here. Vicky, yeah. I know you listen to these because I've talked to you. <laughs> you need to come on the show. Uh, she would be wonderful. She would have tons of stories. So anyway, she was there. So anyway, and then uh, the audition started. There was about like maybe 150 people uh, uh, there. That's and then a lot of people. You had to sing, you had to act, uh, you had to dance, to tap and do all this. And anyway, I was all uh, I was all ready to go, you know, but when you audition and you give you all and at the end you have 
you leave and you have to wait, you know, and very often when it doesn't work, they don't call you back. It's just, you assume that it just didn't work, you know, mm -hmm. but it's always hard to get used to that. Five days after I, I got a call um, in my apartment in New York, it was, it was snowing again and uh, it was Gene Hall on the phone. And uh, yeah, he told me that it had worked out and I was like, I could not believe it. And, But until I was there and until everything was worked out, I just I was afraid to believe in it because in New York, I I had many experiences where because I didn't have a green card, I had um, I had a student visa, but I didn't have a green card. There was a lot of things that uh, that as an example, I auditioned for Dirty Dancing um, as the main role. And I stayed for three days entirely because it was an open call and, you know, they don't, um, they don't, they take non-union, they take everybody, they, they, they see everyone. And at the end, they ask you every uh, detail question, which is kind of done uh, <laughs> the other way around mm -hmm. when I, I gave my all and everything. And at the end, they, they, they couldn't go further with me because I wasn't, um, American citizen, but, uh, I auditioned and I was full of bruises and I, gave everything I had. So for me, it was hard until I was there. I didn't want to believe it too much. And were your rehearsals in Miami? Yeah, in Miami Beach. So oh. I had never been to Miami, of course. Uh, and I um, I took the plane and uh, I arrived there. And for me, it was like I went from like a black and white movie to a full color, bright. Uh, it's incredible. All these palm trees, all the turquoise water. Uh, I, I couldn't believe it. And the taxi uh, brought me to the hotel. And then I, I was walking on the beach and I just I was so thankful to be there. And Miami in the winter is the best time of year to go. The only time that it's not hot and humid. So yeah. it's just the, the most perfect weather is Miami in the winter, especially oh, when you're coming where it's snowing and then you yeah. go down and it's like 60 degrees and it's like, oh, it's oh, yeah. just that's the best yeah. time of year. It was incredible. And uh, I was uh, with a singer, a dancer uh, that was called uh, Bridget Morrison. And <laughs> oh, wow. I, yeah. She I, was a I, fantastic singer. If it's oh, the one that I remember, unbelievably good. To, I've heard from her ever. Like she's not, I don't know what she does or where she is. Yeah. Or... She was on at least one or two ships that I worked on. And I just remember like, like being yeah. really blown away because I didn't expect the oh, yeah. talent on ships to be, you know, I just didn't expect it to be that great. And yeah. I just remember going to some of the shows and I was going like, holy cow. She, she was like, really powerful. Dang. Like, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you, uh, you know what, uh, Corinne, did you ever hear about the fire on Nordic campers? Not the Nordic campers, the Monarch though, where oh. everything was delayed. Okay. Well, the, the fire, the big fire on, on the Nordic campers, I don't think that much damage, but, um, but Bridget was the one who started that fire. <laughs> oh, really? She was <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. No, she, uh, um, uh, I think Rich Burt, Lori Burt was in your cast, I think. Yes. But um, uh, Rich was telling us it was Bridget that she went to, she was in the laundry mat and she was washing her fishnets and she, oh, she blocked it with an air pin, no? I think, I think so, because something was yeah. in the dryer and then it caught fire. That's what it, yeah, that's what it, it was an air pin because she blocked the timer with the, the hair pin. So it wouldn't stop. And then, uh, uh, and that's it. How was it when you got onto the ship and, and seeing your cabin and everything? Was it, well, was it the about the same size as your apartment in New York? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, no, actually, my apartment was bigger in New York, but uh, but anyway, okay, that's what was saying crazy? something. So let's break into your stories. So my name is Corinne, and uh, this is my ship story. Uh, just a little thing in the middle uh, for you. Uh, this little anecdote is funny. I'm going to go uh, fast uh, around that is because I needed a visa. I needed to to go to the closest French territory to get a visa visa to work on the ship and then come back with the visa, um, you know, as fast as possible. So they sent me to Martinique. You yeah, know, that was the closest? That was the closest place? Was Martinique closest. was the closest? Okay. That's where wow. they sent me. Well, so were they going to send her to Haiti? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Well, well, Haiti, I guess it's not French, though. I mean, it is French background, but Haiti was its own country. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're anyway, right. For me, I really didn't want to. I mean, I've traveled alone, alone a lot and everything, but I really didn't want to go. But anyway, I had to leave. So I left one uh, one evening and then the plane plane landed there. And, uh, you know, you 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 the stairs like they, they the when you get off the plane, you go directly on the tarmac. Oh, you know? yeah. The truck with and, the stairs. Uh, yeah. yeah. And there wasn't a lot of people. The plane was very small and. I was just like feeling really weird. And then I get off the, on the tarmac and then I feel like this huge noise on my shoulder. And I look and it's like this huge bug that I had landed on my shoulder and I'm freaking out. <laughs> I'm running and I see this guy with like my name written like completely wrong, but there was no way it was going to be somebody else. It was me eh? for sure. <laughs> and then he took me to like, but it was scary because it was very dark. The airport is probably changed by then, but at the time it looked like like completely lost a zone somewhere, you know, with no one. And um, it took me to my hotel. And then the next morning I had to go to this French embassy and I had to catch my flight like right away. And and they they were so slow and I was freaking out. Who is your uh, when you when you got on there? Who is your um, your stage manager or and the cruise director? If you can remember, oh, uh, G. Murray was our cruise, our cruise director. Okay. And the stage manager, I don't remember. I'm sorry, I, I don't remember the stage manager. But anyway, what we we so was we that, went. Was it what would have been um, uh, Jan Meltzer? You think? No, she was on the Monarch. She wasn't on the oh, okay. North Empress. So we anyway we um we had to go get the ship in France. So that that was very ironic for me. Uh, to go to France, you know. <laughs> Did you live close to Saint Nazaire? You said you're from the south of France. Uh, no, yeah, uh, well, Saint Nazaire is not the famous. south. Saint Nazaire is the, on the, the north. Is near the west. Yeah. yeah, I I was in the south south, and Normandy is like well, it's about Saint Nazaire is about uh, maybe an hour and a half, two hours from Paris. I hadn't seen my parents in almost two years. And they were going to meet me there. And my parents are divorced, but they don't talk to each other. When the bus arrived in Saint-Nazaire, I passed one car where I see my dad. And then the bus keeps going. And then further, further down, I see uh, my mom. So anyway, it's very <laughs> hard for me to go say hi. And I'm all emotional. My sister's there and everything. Along that, I, I mean, I see the ship, which is like, at the time for us <laughs> was enormous. But I mean, now you see the ship that they have is nuts, you know? And um, anyway, it looked like a hotel. And I was just like, I thought it was so amazing from the outside. Everything, I was amazed 
every time by all the steps that I was going, like since I had no idea where I was going, you know, I had this image of like this little boat with like a really small stage and, you know, the audience at the same level, but it wasn't that at all. It was absolutely amazing. Then walked in the theater, like I was mesmerized. They had talked about it a lot about these two uh, big video walls. <laughs> yeah. um, do you, I mean, you yeah. saw that you worked on the Nordic Empress, right? Well, I, um, I, I can't remember if they were on the Nordic Empress when I went on there, but they were on the Majesty and the Monarch. Okay. Problems. They were always a they problem. Were, they were, no, they were on the Nordic when I was there. Okay. They were on the Nordic. Yeah, they were a big headache. As I was telling you, I was sharing my cabin with Bridget and she didn't come back that night. And uh, she stayed on land in France oh. somewhere. And everyone was so worried and, uh, you know, where she was and stuff like that. And she came back in the morning with a really crazy story. And uh, that was the first one of many after. Bridget, if you ever, if you're listening to this, uh, this podcast, Bridget, I'm, I'm hunting you down. I'm actively have been trying to hunt you down. And Bridget, I can't wait to talk to you again, if you hear that. So now that yeah. you're, you're on the ships and stuff, let's break into some of your stories and, and hear yeah. some of your, your stories that you, uh, um, that you have. Wait, yeah. wait, before, wait, right before she goes, can, yeah. uh, did, did, did she say what year this was that she. It's 1990. 1990. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. Just yeah. want to make sure I've got a timeline. The, the ship was built and then uh, okay. it was off to uh, to Miami and uh, uh, the christening of the ship with uh, Gloria Estefan. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, we were performing a number um, of conga uh, on the on the show. And then she was in the audience. And, you know, I mean, I had all these pictures, amazing pictures. Unfortunately, I lost everything but like I said everything was bigger and bigger like when we arrived in Miami I remember I mean I saw one picture I think on one of the Facebook group where you have all these pilot boats everywhere and you have all these helicopters and and you know just just uh, you know with the ship arriving and it was just like one That's surprise exciting isn't it yeah yeah it was very exciting the rehearsal though during the crossing were something because um you know there was no stabilizer on the ship and it was extremely rocky and actually there was a sound and light um, um, technician that got hurt by the video wall. He got squished <laughs> by the two video walls who, and he who, had to be rescued. Who, uh, by, who was that? Do you know? I don't remember his name. I remember he had a beer, was working with Rich, so he would know, but he got squished and... Um, it's, not, was, it's not Mur Murph, is it? <laughs> no, no. Michael Murphy, Murph, no, he came on the Majesty. No, on the Majesty, yeah. The yeah. Rich and Scott Rushton, I think, was sound, uh, but I don't know if he was on the Empress. I didn't, yeah. uh, at that time, I didn't know anybody until I hit the match, DM92. So these uh, these cruises were were short. They were three-day and four-day cruises. So they were very short. Um, we were going uh, to uh, Nassau, Kokoke, uh, um, Freeport. We had uh, two different shows. We had Showstoppers which was a mix of all these different Broadway shows. I love Showstoppers. I I, yeah. I mean, I know there's Showstoppers 1 and Showstoppers 2. I like mm -hmm. both of them, but the original one, Showstoppers with Phantom and Les Mis and, and Cats. It was a and really good show. I really, really enjoyed good. that. That was too. an award. They won a bunch of awards with that one. Yeah, Fiddler on the Roof and all that. Fiddler I mean, on the I Roof, love that. yeah. And then Live I at the Copa. Yeah, exactly. Live at the Copa. 
and uh, we had also that's a that's entertainment. Oh, I don't remember that's entertainment. Yeah, that was also there. I'm sure it was still the same shows when I. Uh, Live at the Copa was on the Monarch, though. I, I think that was on everything. Live at the Copa. When I did it, we had these two shows on the Nordic Campus. We had that's entertainment and Showstoppers that we would perform two times a night. And um, I don't know if you ever saw that number where we have these dresses uh, that, that lights up. Was it still yeah. like that, that number? Oh, and yeah. then I remember the dresses with the... The dresses with yeah, the yeah. vibes. Yes, that yeah. was... Was that Showstoppers or was that another... No, that, no, was... that was Showstoppers. Was it? That was Showstoppers, yeah, it was Showstoppers yeah. but because it would break in... Like we would, uh, we would just take off the skirt and we would yeah. be right away ready for the number of 42nd Street, which was a, a top number. I don't remember, I remember that remember, in the show. I, re- on the I just remember the number. I don't remember what show it was in, but I remember they would turn up down the lights and then you had the neon yeah, exactly. uh, stuff. Then it was kind of rings that like they had the dresses. They're like hula hoops. Yeah. Yes. The hula hoop skirt. Right. And then there was a there was a dancer. She 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 was uh, she was rehearsing with us and everything. And she just had all the time. She just had really bad luck with props, whatever we were using. You know, if it was a fan that we were dancing with, that this big feather fan, mm-hmm. she would get stuck inside and she <laughs> couldn't get off it. Or, or she was just like you could ask Vicky like one day just in private or whatever. Like she'll I'm sure she'll remember. And then there was that night where we had these so the, the these uh, these costumes these skirts they were heavy because they had battery back pack inside I mean now they would be lead and very light but uh, but back then it was like these huge battery packs in it you know and we had to come down the staircase right. and then one time like we come down the staircase and stuff and the girls goes in the front and stuff and I see like she's losing these huge batteries like one after the other <laughs> and they're rolling on the stage and stuff like that and I oh, came no. me saying oh no it's her again you know who's losing all our batteries and everything and I was really something i've heard of somebody <laughs> losing their marbles but... <laughs> i love listening to like performance stories of the, how things go wrong they yeah. just i just love love those stories because there's oh, yeah. so many things that can go wrong because oh, i yeah. remember when showstoppers had been on for a while and i think it was time to like update it or just start over like yeah. those dresses would wouldn't always light up properly like there'd be a, a, a ring missing and it just wouldn't light up and you'd be like oh it's time for new batteries <laughs> or they yeah. need to fix these because they weren't all lighting up anymore yeah exactly well, we I had uh, we had one in um uh it was, i think it was showstoppers but it was in the phantom of the opera when they're in the gondola and it was a remote control platform oh, yeah. that was shaped like a boat and and uh, i remember like whoever pissed us off or didn't buy drinks or skipped out on a party or something like that you know the singer in and the dancer i think sparky i think you may know sparky he was out, my partner in many many of right. these shows. such a great such a great guy but anyway so the girl was singing and he was he was singing. I was uh, I was the one driving the remote control. So, you know, uh, we just stood there on the side and I'd go, you know, because they put smoke out so you couldn't see with the boat. You could see it. It was a cool effect. But yeah. I'd go. So the thing would go like this and they were they were trying to sing and he would carry this note. He'd look back at me and go, fucker, stop it. And I was like, I'd go backwards. Oh yeah, <laughs> all kind of stuff. That's funny. As I as I uh, mentioned, it was my first ship. I had no 
idea what to expect and where I was going. And it just, it just be every time it was just a, a really big surprise and, and uh, amazing. And then um, once we did the crossing and that uh, we were on the ship with part of the crew, but then even more of the crew came on. And then after the guests came on and it was like a complete other life. And um, what I find crazy uh, about ship, even if I worked about, you know, four years on ships in total in my life, there's two main ships that for me were, were my, my, my wonderful memories and my life changing ones. Um, the first one was, of course, uh, the Nordic Campress. And then um, then many, many years after, and not as a dancer, I went back uh, to work on a ship um, for, for uh, six months. And it was the Galaxy on Celebrity uh, Cruises. And uh, it's because of, my sh- of that ship and the trip that we did and the stop that I made with that ship that my, my life completely changed. You were talking about some stuff that happens on stage and stuff like that with the mechanism and things like that. On the Monarch, uh, we were doing uh, Hello, Dolly. And uh, she was singing it and she was supposed to, it was like a train, like uh, going uh, toward the backstage, you know, but there was something rolling. I don't remember very well, but uh, there was something rolling and she had to wave and sing the ending of the song. And one time she just did not get off and she, she hit the wall like with uh, all (laughs) force and uh, really hurt herself really bad. And um, some of the times, some of the times too, uh, she was, um, she had this huge hat and uh, was singing, I'm going bananas. Carmen Miranda. Yeah. 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 And she had to go down in the audience and uh, um, she was supposed to uh, make the people sing and stuff like that. But she had drank so much that she just, uh, she didn't sing at all. And well, she nearly fell off the stairs and stuff like that. And is this is her name Debbie Sisson? No, no. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no. Debbie, I'm hunting you down too. And she was Carmarinda, but she she actually yeah. did the same thing that you're talking about, but she did it on purpose. But oh, when okay. she did it on purpose, she went up full on like into the wall, or she would fall oh, down yeah. the stairs. And it was, she would drop the mic and it was just, it oh, looked yeah, she really bad. Oh, yeah, she dropped the mic too. Yeah, she but, dropped the mic. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. Did Deb Sisson is another one of those just fantastic performers that yeah. you're, you just didn't expect to see on chips that the people that oh, sang yeah. and performed that well. But yeah. Yeah. But she was one. an incredible singer, an incredible person. Also, I don't have any news of her and I don't know what she became. I hope she's, she's well, whatever she is. And you said her name was Noelle? <laughs> Noel, yeah, her name was Noel, and um, well, I remember some at the time too. She what, uh, what year was she, this on the Monarch? Ah, uh, that was uh, that was ninety one. Was ninety one because you did the startup for Monarch, correct? Yeah, 91. yeah. So that would have been oh, were they back to back Empress and then Monarch? Well, I yeah. did, I did, I did two and a half contracts on the Nordic Empress before I went on the Monarch. So what was the so was it the Sovereign came out, the Empress came out, Monarch, and then the Majesty is yes. I guess. Okay. Yes, so. that's correct. Gotcha. And then uh, there was just one anecdote of that. I hope she won't be mad if I say this anecdote and she, if she hears it. Um, it was just like we had said, okay, well, let's let's all meet uh, in the disco, you know. So we all meet in the disco after the show, you know, we get changed. And, you know, that, that's what was fun on the ship is that 
you always have somewhere to go, you're getting chanced, you're getting, you know, <laughs> it's not like COVID where you stayed at home and, and not right. getting dressed or doing nothing. It's the opposite, you know, you always had somewhere to go. And and even after the shows, if you were tired, you 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 it, it you felt like you had to go out, you had to go somewhere after. Right. So anyway, we all went to the disco and stuff. And then she arrives, like, you know, with her heels and and her beautiful top and her G-string. And she she walks in the disco Bless and she heart. forgot her skirt. She forgot <gasps> to wear a skirt. She forgot to put on a skirt. Yeah, on accidentally. And like, or on purpose. Like, no, accidentally. I came up to her and I said, Noel, you forgot your skirt. <laughs> Let's 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 wait a minute. Let's pause here for a second because I need to visualize this. So, so she, you're saying she? What does she have on? Fishnets? And she just came in a g-string, and that was it. Oh, no fishnet, no nothing. Just g-string, like hi. And a top, like a like a bra. God, like a nice dressy top, and and just no skirt. Oh my gosh. And uh, and she turned around like she turned like where the elevators were and everything and she's like oh my god like she she was in shock but she was like <laughs> girl did some pre-party in there. Yeah, I think somebody had started drinking well before. <laughs> well, yeah, well like I said it was way before the show. Are there any photos yeah. of that? <laughs> no, no, no there is Wow. Wow. That <laughs> oh is my pretty god. crazy. I can't believe she made it all the way up to the disco oh, yeah, without just, anybody yeah, saying know, anything. Yeah. Well, probably maybe some guests saw her, but <laughs> or security yeah, but or like or I mean think of how many people you have to walk past to get up to the disco. Yeah, really. You yeah, know, yeah. Not to mention I-95 and the crew. I mean, if anybody's gonna say anything, <laughs> it's the crew. <laughs> yeah, the oh, crew, man. exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, the wow. crew as well. Yeah, her was, heart. Uh, I know that's all I have. Actually, there was um, Elise was her name. Elise also. Hi, if you uh, see me, she was crazy. She was like her best friend on the ship and they were very close and she was pretty crazy. And if you see this picture of this, this, I, I will send it to you. I have it. It's the, it, there was like a, a big party uh, on the, on a beach in Antigua uh, with the uh, tons of crew members of the Monarch. Yeah, have you seen that picture? Oh, oh. no, it doesn't really well. So anyway, and there was Elise on that picture. She's in the front. She's doing the split. And just as the, the photographer was going to take the picture, when he counted, uh, she took off her top. And the picture, <laughs> she's without her top. Like, you'll see it. <laughs> these were the two crazy, like, on the ship. Like, these we'll two. have to find that photo. Yeah, I'll send that photo. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll blur it out, like, if we post it. Yeah, I see. Well, you don't see very much because it's from far, and you see the thousands of wow. people that I know because I was behind her, and I knew her, and she was completely cool. Well, gosh, I want to thank you for coming on. It was thank great you. to get in contact with you and, uh, and get this on here so we can hear your stories. Uh, yes. Last thing, real quick, tell us uh, what your book is, the, the title of your book and how to get it. It's not yet uh, finished. I'm writing it right now. I'm okay. at 200 pages. I'm going. Do you for, have a title uh, yet? Have you thought of a title? Yes, have you thought I have of a, title? a title, but I don't want to give it out. So if you want, <laughs> as, soon as, I, as soon as it's out and as soon as it's published, I will let you know and I will. Uh, let us know. You know. Just don't call it my yes. ship story. 
Non. <laughs> non, that's it. Non, that's it. Non, non. Well, hey, hey I, thanks again for coming on. Yeah. It was really great to meet you and, and hear your stories and your about your you. time on ships and everything. It's fantastic. Thank you. It was a great time. And I time. got your I got your pictures and and uh, so we'll. Yeah, we'll I that noticed on that on one of your pictures is a, a good friend of mine, and it's um, Vicky Newton is in one of those pictures. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I work with. Uh, with her on uh, on the Nordic campus with Kyle yeah. and uh, did you know did you know them? Kyle is one of my cruise directors. We, we won't go down there, but um, okay. and then his sister Leanne, um, she was she came over, took over for a stage manager for me on my last ship, the, Nor- the Song of America. Thank you so much, and uh, I hope we'll maybe meet someday. Yeah, thank you, Corinne. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming thank on. Thank you so much. Bye bye now. Thanks. Bye. Ciao. Au revoir. Wow. What, what a great story. That's awesome. What a, what a, uh, a friendly girl. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of experience in four years. And it's funny because we, again, anybody who worked on ships around the same time, it's rare that somebody who worked in the early 90s that we didn't come across them. Hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast in video, please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you like you can email us your story for us to read on the air email us at my ship story podcast at yahoo.com that's my ship story podcast at yahoo.com goodbye for now and be sure to tune in next week same time as we'll have a new podcast every monday bon voyage